Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Well, welcome to Let's Talk Adoption. This is Marty Caldwell, and today we have a wonderful topic that I think will be interest to many people. Uh, today we're going to be discussing how DNA is changing adoption, that is DNA um, and also some paternity testing and some new testing that's coming out in the horizon too. So uh, this emerging science means a lot to the world of adoption and adoptees too. So I think it's something that you'll be interested in speaking uh, and hearing and speaking to our guest with. Before we start, I'd like to remind you to sign up for our weekly show reminder. It comes in by email. You can visit our site at letstalkadoption.com and click on the free reminder on the left side of the site. It's free and it's easy. You'll also find other resources and links to help you too. You can always send your questions in to us at info at Let's Talk Adoption. That's info at Let's Talk Adoption. Today with our topic, we have a wonderful guest, Christine Ashcroft. She is coming to us um, from a company. I'm going to have her share a little bit of information about her background. She is currently the Director of Client Relations for Agenalex, and um, she's been working there for seven years. She has a degree. Uh, Christine, welcome to the show. Thanks, Marty. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Well, thank you so much. And, you know, I know you're very, very busy. Let's get a little bit of background about you because you, you have a degree from uh, New Haven uh, in Connecticut, right? Uh, correct. I have okay. a Bachelor of Science in Molecular Biology. Okay. And so what do you do actually for uh, Genelex? I'm the Director of Client Relations, so mm-hmm. I manage the call center and the website, um, all of the marketing and any uh, public relations calls that mm-hmm. we get. And you have so much information that I didn't even know was available myself, and, and we've, we have received some questions in regarding this, so I want to get right into this. Um, and we'll be sharing your website in just a little bit. Today, you know, a lot of people are asking, and I do get email questions in about paternity testing. Um, A number of those come in from all over the world, and that's why we decided to have this show. You know, who uses paternity testing? Adult adoptees or birth parents or both? Um, Paternity testing for adoption, we predominantly do it for two main reasons. The first reason is if people are placing a child for adoption and the parentage, uh, the paternity rather, is in question. They need to prove who the father is so he can rescind his parental rights for the adoption to proceed. Mm-hmm. Um, the second most common thing is people that have found who they think are their birth parents, um, often later in life, or siblings or half-siblings, and they want to do a DNA test to verify that these are indeed their birth parents or siblings. Right, and so that's this is real important stuff, too. You know, we see a lot of stuff on TV on these, you know, these um, crime shows and how they're using DNA uh, for criminals and stuff like that, but in the adoption world, this can really help put at ease um, who is related biologically to whom, right? Correct. Right. Um, DNA's Absolute. So there's no mm-hmm. questions after you've had a DNA test. Right. Done. And um, you know what kind of testing? As far as the testing, you've got you've got um, paternity, but they do it with a swab, right? Correct. Uh, all DNA testing is done with a cheek swab collection. Now, mm-hmm. if you need it for legal purposes, like um, proving paternity for an adoption to proceed, mm-hmm. uh, what we do is make appointments for people at a collection facility in their area. We have about 2,200 across the country. Wow. Um, they just go in, they have their picture taken, and they do a painless cheek swab with what looks like a large Q-tip. Um, for people that are just um, verifying for personal reasons if they found their birth mother or sister, mm-hmm. Um, they would do a cheek swab self-collection kit at home. It's, it's that easy. So you'd mail out a kit to them, and they can just do this there at home, too? Correct. Right. Can you get into some type of cost? You know, who pays for this, you know, as far as if it's legal paternity, mm-hmm. um, or if they just want to do this for their own use for adoptees? I know that differs. 
Right. It, it varies by case. A lot of times, um, if it's for legal adoptions, um, the people that are wanting to adopt the child uh, mm-hmm. pay for it, or mm-hmm. the adoption agency arranges for that. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're trying to, you know, determine if someone is their birth mother, birth father, sister, etc., um, that's something they decide among themselves. So a lot of times people split it or one person pays for it because they have, um, you know, more disposable income. It, it really varies by case. It does. And it's, it's around a $500 range because I know it just it varies, right, around $500? It, it varies. It's about $500 including legal collection fees for a legal test and 400 for a self-collection test. Okay. And how long does it take to get these results back? If you're going into a collection center, uh, one of the 22 locations, um, how long before that? Because people are really anxious to get these results back. Um, it's actually a pretty fast turnaround now. Uh, once we have samples in our lab, it takes us about five to seven business days to complete the testing. Mm-hmm. And that's not bad. And how do you re- result th- give that result back then? Uh, we give people options. We always send a hard copy out unless for some reason they don't want a hard copy, a notarized copy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can also get results out by email or fax as soon as they're available. So okay. um, they can get them as soon as they come out of the lab. And then... Um, you know, who do you need as far as testing? Let's say that you are, do you need the, the birth mother always to be tested? Uh, no, absolutely not. The mm-hmm. birth mother is helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, what we, if we have that information, we know exactly what half of the DNA comes from the mother. Mm-hmm. But we can do a t- test with just the potential father and the child. Um, the only difference being when you look at the results, if you just have the father and the child, Inclusions are like 99.99%. Mm-hmm. If you have the mother, you see things like 99.999999. Either way, it's still a yes answer. It's so. still really, really <laughs> yeah. uh, very conclusive. Now, you do some prenatal testing. I mean, people ask that all the time. You know, I'm mm-hmm. pregnant, and I don't know if I'm carrying. Uh, and we have this one when we have rape situations, and mm-hmm. they want to know whether or not they're ch- carrying a child uh, of another race or if the child has any problems. Can you t- share a little bit about your prenatal testing? Because this is fairly new. Sure. Um, prenatal paternity testing uh, can be done with a CVS or amnio sample, which mm-hmm. a lot of times they do those uh, anyway to see if there's any type of um, medical genetic things going on. Mm-hmm. So CVS samples are taken typically between 8 and 11 weeks gestation, mm-hmm. and amnio samples are taken between 13 and 20 weeks gestation. Okay. Once you pass the 20-week mark, you have to wait until the child is born mm-hmm. um, because it is an invasive procedure. It can uh, induce labor past the 20-week mark. I so. see. And cost and something like that, is that around the same price? As, is, uh, uh, or is it just vary? Prenatal paternity testing is about $250 more than standard testing because okay. it's more complicated for us to get the DNA out of those yeah. prenatal samples. Okay. Yeah. So, And I know those, those really vary on where they are, too. Um, you know, and there's there's always some other things. Does the child have to be a certain age to get the DNA testing too? As if they're if the child's already born, you know. Uh, if the child's already born, there's absolutely no waiting period. Um, we do it on newborns all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if somebody you know does have to wait till the birth and wants to know right away, mm-hmm. a lot of times the doctor will just take a blood sample from the umbilical cord. And is that does that get the results back faster? Um, you know, if they, it's just an easy thing to do if they have have the kit there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Right, right. Yeah, if they have the kit ahead of time, is that yeah. something that the kit would be ordered by the adoption professional or the family? Can they call in then for that uh, and have that there? Uh, you know, pending a a birth. Yes, okay. um, and we definitely recommend that if somebody you know wants to get this resolved as quickly mm-hmm. as possible. The other option we have is expedited testing. Um, okay. For an additional fee, we can turn testing around in mm-hmm. one or three mm-hmm. business days. Well, let's go ahead. I know you have an 800 number and you have a website, and I'd like to share those both. Uh, I was not going to share the, the 800 number because I didn't want you to be bombarded with phone calls, but because of that, in case there is an urgent need and someone does not have 
uh, access to the Internet. Do you mind sharing both those sure. phone num- that number and the website? Yeah, our phone number is 800-TEST-DNA. That's 800-837-8362. Mm-hmm. And our website is genelex.com. That's G-E-N-E-L-E-X.com. Okay. And so we've got both of those in case anybody needs those also. And that's really important for people to have, too. You know, the process can be very um, intimidating for some people. Um, and when there are multiple birth fathers, um, mm-hmm. you know, people want to know, um, you know, the possibility of that. If there are multiple birth fathers, and again, we've had the situation where a, a birth mom may say there could be possible two or three birth fathers, right. how do they go about um, doing the testing? Do they have to take a swab on each each uh, possible birth father? Um, that's typically what we recommend in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, what we would do is talk to uh, the first contact and set a case up in our system, mm-hmm. and then we give the reference number for that case so that other people can call in and make an appointment that fits with their schedule. Okay, and that's probably then a fee per each swab then, right? Um, there is an additional fee um, per each tested father. So mm-hmm. it's, it's less than doing a whole new test. It's mm-hmm. $200 for more than one child or more than one um, potential father in a okay. test. But, you know, that can really give peace of mind, too. Can you share maybe a couple, you know, stories without using names, of course, of uh, situations that you work with um, where people have come in and, and um, you know, this has really been a, a wonderful blessing to them to find out as far as either adoptees or adoption? Yeah, I've definitely dealt with um, a few really happy adoptee stories. A lot of those are um, finding some relatives that they were looking for, um, you know, wanted to confirm that they'd found uh, their sister, and mm-hmm. they've done a sibling test, and mm-hmm. it, it proved that this definitely was their full sibling, and um, they were able to establish some relationships later in life that were important to them. So, and, Yeah, that, that's kind of, and, and as far as like something like that, if they are a part, a half sibling, a half mm-hmm. sister, can you still have some connection that way? Definitely. And uh, again, it's better to have the mother sample, the birth mm-hmm. mother sample, if it's available. Yeah. Um, but but we deceased. do not need to have, we do not have to have it. We can just have a sample from two potential half siblings and tell us their half siblings are not related. Yeah. Can you do that with grandparents at all? We can, and grand paternity testing um, is actually, if we have both grandparents, just as accurate as a paternity test, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's used a lot of times in situations where um, the father's passed away. I see. So they can go ahead and do that. And then you have, um, I know you have some additional testing that is really wonderful um, to help people when they're trying to, um, you call it um, ancestry DNA testing. Can you share a little bit about what that is? Because this is fairly new. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if a lot of our listeners know that this is available. I'd really like you to share more about that. Sure. The ancestry testing, we've got uh, three options for ancestry testing. The first is an ethnicity DNA test. Mm -hmm. And that kind of gives you a global snapshot of your uh, ethnic makeup. So genetically, it'll give you your percentage of estimated European, African, uh, East Asian, and Native American ancestry. Mm -hmm. And that's a really interesting test if somebody isn't um, familiar with their background. I know that we did a a test for an adoptee, and she came back part Native American, and she was just thrilled to find out she had Native American ancestry. Mm -hmm. So um, that gives you a you know an overall snapshot the other two tests that we offer um, for ancestry the first is uh, mitochondrial DNA or common female ancestor testing mm-hmm. what's that um, mitochondrial DNA is a special kind of DNA that's only passed from a mother to her children mm. and so it gives us a unique way to look back in history um, through your maternal line only mm-hmm. and you can actually trace all of the women on the planet today to just 33 original um, haplogroups or tribes so to speak and you know where they came from, whether they originated in Europe, Asia, 
uh, et cetera, and where they're most predominant today. Mm-hmm. And can that be done then with a t- kit that be sent home and someone can take a swab and send that in? Correct. It's a self-collection kit, um, just like the paternity kit, only just for one person. Right. And how long does it take that to get in? Um, The ancestry tests take from four to eight weeks. They take a little bit longer to do. Four to eight weeks. And cost-wise, again, just kind of a ballpark in that. Um, an individual in uh, DNA test for ancestry is about 400 and then we o- offer a female ancestry package for 650 and a male ancestry for 895 Okay. Um, and the male ancestry includes the common male ancestor testing, which is similar to female ancestor, only it traces the Y chromosome, mm-hmm. which is what makes a man a man. Um, so it see. only traces works for men. So that's how you back it up. But that's really nice when people are looking at that and I and I find out and they're really not sure. And I think a lot of adoptees mm-hmm. uh, may not have that information, especially come out of foster care. Yeah. Um, you know, that they don't have that and they're not sure what their background is too. Um, so it doesn't go anything much more than Native American and again, like you said, European or African American. Well, the ethnicity, the common male ancestor test may actually be a little more useful for adoptees. They mm-hmm. have um, what are known as surname databases. Mm-hmm. And you can take your Y chromosome or common male ancestor results and actually feed them into these databases. Wow. And if you have an identical Y chromosome with another male in the database, it means you share a common male ancestor within 20 generations. So wow. a lot of people use that to piece together family trees. And so they're using more and more of that um, all along. That's mm-hmm. very, very interesting. Well, listen, we're going to come back and discuss more of this after a really quick break. And we have again today our wonderful guest is Christine um, that has come in from us from Ashcroft. Uh, she does DNA testing with her company, um, Genelex. And so we're going to share more information about this wonderful new technology. We'll be right back after this quick break. has a plan for each of us. Sometimes we simply aren't sure what that is. Many Christian families are struggling today with infertility and pregnancy loss and feel forgotten as to God's plan for their lives. Is God trying to convey His plan to you? Perhaps He is trying to lead you to another path for building your family. Christian families are being built every day through the miracle of adoption. There is hope and there's a child for you. Visit LifetimeAdoption.org. Or call 530-432-7373 to learn more about welcoming a baby into your heart through adoption. Welcome back to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell, and uh, today, if you just joined the program, we're talking with Christine Ashcroft about DNA and what is emerging um, science is doing right now in the world of adoption and also DNA testing, paternity testing, and, and many more things that people are, um, are getting information about their roots, about their information about their biological connection to others, and so it's very important. Before we continue, I'd like to uh, remind you that we, we do like your emails coming in. Um, that's what helps us. We have a few... Um, emails today we're going to be sharing um, about the DNA and you can send your questions over to info at letstalkadoption.com and also on our site there's a form you can fill out at letstalkadoption.com uh, also I remind you of the book I did write that is excellent for adoptive parents it's available at local bookstores it's adoptingonline.com and also available on that website it has uh, resources for financial help um, adoption um, helpful sites um, and also stories that can help you on um, tips that really help you get going through the adoption process, too. So, Christine, before we left, um, 
on our break, we were talking about the different things that you have for men and women as far as paternity testing. And I have a, I have a question here from a, a listener. Um, he is basically, a, it's a long email, but it, he's asking about his Jewish background. He wanted to find out if there is a test to find out if he does have um, Jewish heritage. Um, well, we do have a Jewish ancestry DNA test. Um, what it, it will only work, though, if your Jewish ancestry is through an unbroken line of males or females prior mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to say you definitely have Jewish ancestry, but Jewish ancestry falls into some haplogroups. I mentioned earlier there's only 33 um, tribes of women that we all fall into mm-hmm. on the mitochondrial line. Um, and so there's a few of those that are very prevalent among uh, Jewish uh, people of Jewish ancestry, and the same thing on the male side. So we can see if you belong to one of those Jewish haplogroups. Okay, so that should help them quite a bit, too. There's another question here, too, that they want to do a DNA test, but um, they, they have people in different states. Mm-hmm. So I, that would be the kit then, right? Um, well, if they need it for legal purposes, that's not a problem at all. We would set up appointments for them at one of our collection locations in different mm-hmm. states. Or if it's a self-collection test, we would mail self-collection kits to the different locations. Okay. Not a problem at all. I've got another one with a military family that's uh, stationed in Germany. They want to find out whether or not uh, they can uh, do the testing um, out of the country. Do you have any uh, collection locations there? Um, If they're needing it for legal purposes, Mm -hmm. um, actually military personnel, their military doctor will handle the collection for them, or military nurse. They do it all the time overseas. Okay, and then they can just send it in, too. And they want to know the time frame usually uh, for uh, DNA testing, about the same time, maybe a few more weeks then, right? Yeah, I would add add another week um, in transit for international shipping. It does take a few more days to get things across internationally, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Yeah, and there's another question here, but I don't know if this is more of a legal question. She's asking about child support and whether this DNA can help her get child support. But, you know, there's deadbeat dads all over um, wanting to find out if she does a test um, and she can get her sister, I guess her sister-in-law, to do the swab instead of her her ex-husband. Would that help at all? Um, Well, you can use kinship testing, um, like is this, you know, my child's aunt, paternal Mm -hmm. aunt, uh, to prove a relationship, um, and you can submit that to the court uh, to get a child support order. So, yeah. Okay, so you could do that through a relative on the biological father's father side. side. Too. Okay, that should help her. Uh, another one's in here, too, that the um, she thinks that her, her biological mom is deceased. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's probably the same thing. She wants to see if she can use a relative to um, tie that, I guess, and it's for, for Social Security benefits is that um, and that's done quite a bit yes you can definitely do that how does that work then with social security benefits because people do ask about that i think um more and more now sure social security benefits if dna testing is legally collected and the dna testing is done by an aabb accredited facility and that aabb is important um Mm -hmm. that's what is required for tests to be legally accepted in the united states and that's what your organ your 22 that's what our organization is Mm -hmm. yeah and doing Um, that too so as long as it's done by an AABB accredited facility such as ourselves, um, you can submit it in a court of law. And um, the paternity testing, they're all very familiar with. Some mm-hmm. aren't, aren't as familiar with the reports for kinship, mm-hmm. um, which is like aunt, uncle. Mm-hmm. We don't usually have 99.999% on those because they're mm-hmm. a little more removed. Mm-hmm. But in those cases, you know, 88% is still considered <laughs> a very right. conclusive answer. So, What do you think, uh, you know, Genelex is doing lots of research right now. What type of things are on the horizon that you, you are working on as far as testing uh, in the near future that you can talk about? I know some of it's, you know, still 
under the the cap and you don't want to share that but what can you share that's coming up in the future that that might uh, be beneficial to people that are listening today um um i don't know if if this is particularly uh, I, I think it applies to everybody just not adoptees mm-hmm. or people and we have a lot of adoption yeah, but we have people that listen that don't have any connection <laughs> adoption too so that's good but uh, one of the most exciting things, I think, is the personalized medicine. We do a DNA test with a, a swab now mm-hmm. um, that measures your genetic ability to create enzymes in your liver, and mm-hmm. those enzymes are responsible for processing medications. So mm. um, if you talk to people, a lot of people will have surgery, and they get no pain relief from the pain medicine afterwards. Oh. And that's because they have this genetic variation that makes it so they, they aren't getting the um, effect from the pain medication mm-hmm. that one would expect, or they have a very bad reaction to a medication. A lot of that is determined by our, gene- our genes, and very mm-hmm. simple DNA tests can determine what category of uh, metabolism you fall into so that your doctor can modify the dose or medications you take. So that's what they're doing. You also have something on a prescription drug um, reactive testing. Right, what's, that's, what's that's that? what I was just that's talking about. That's what he is talking about. Prescription and how about testing. the uh, nutritional genetic testing? You did mention something about that. Is that out now or is that in the future? That is out now. It's something that's going to continue um, to develop. Right now, the nutritional genetic testing is a 19-gene panel, Mm -hmm. and it um, looks at variations that uh, we've selected because you can actually modify your behavior to make up for these variations. Mm -hmm. Um, Good example, I took the test, and I have an MTHFR variation. Mm -hmm. Um, And what that variation means is that I need more folic acid. Very important, um, for instance, for people trying to get pregnant, that they get enough folic acid. And some people require even more of a dose. And if you don't get enough folic acid, it increases your chances of a whole host of chronic diseases, such as heart disease. And I know we're running out of time, but you also use this for in vitro fertilization also. And just briefly, how do they use that? Um, we do that testing just to prove, um, you know, who the, who the child uh, belongs to biologically mm-hmm. so that everything's clear on legal documentation. I see. So for surrogacy or anything like that, right. too. Well, Christine, thank you very much again. Let's give out your website one more time. It's w, or, sorry, G-E-N-E-L-E-X.com, oh, okay. genelex.com. That sounds great, and I know you're on the Internet, too, and we really appreciate you spending the time with us today and sharing so much about what's happening with uh, DNA and all this testing. So, again, thank you very much. Thank you, Marty. I really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, this is Marty Caldwell, and it's been a pleasure to be with you today. Remember to email your questions to me at info at letstalkadoption.com. And, you know, we have so much to share with you. Next week we're doing another wonderful show about prenatal uh, abuse, so I want you to tune in for that. We're going to do a two-part series on um, on drugs, alcohol, and abuse to, um, uh, you know, the, the fetus, basically the baby in utero. And so I really want to share that with you. We have lots of information. So um, you, can pro- you can key into our um, website at letstalkadoption.com, look at our calendar, our schedule of events, and uh, we're really excited about um, new programs coming up. Send us your topics you'd like to hear also because we're always looking for new topics that are interest to you, and that's how we come up with the topics that we have. So until next week, this is Marty Caldwell. Have a wonderful week. God bless you, and we'll see you next week.
Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. 